Well, you know, Shohei Otani, if he was smart, he would go to a, a bigger team that has more upside. Um, whether that team uh, remains to be the Dodgers or anybody else's favorite team here, that remains to be seen. Ladies and gentlemen, we got We A Trivia 23 tonight. So I got my my marker and my paper ready. You know, I had a good weekend. I tried Wingstop for the first time this weekend. That was pretty good. Sixers beat the Bucks and did that 16-game winning streak. That's also pretty good. But you know, really cap off, you know, to, to this marvelous weekend and to start off this week, right? Winning We Hate Trivia 23. And I have some extra insensitive. For every time I win, for every time I get a question right, taking a shot at tequila. Let's go, baby. Yeah, and about that wing stop, I told PC it's mid. He swears it's the best thing on earth. It's mid. It's definitely mid. Anyways, TK. All right, so first of all, PC, you do realize you have to, that we have an entire show to do, right? So after about hey, three don't shots. Don't worry about me. I can, I can handle my liquor. It's cars. So after about three starts, ladies and gentlemen, when PC starts stumbling his words and he starts falling over, you'll know why. Um. Second, uh, Desi, nobody cares about the Dodgers. I just have to say that. Third, I want to say something about John Moran. And, and, and really, ladies and gentlemen, I got two, it's really two words for, for the whole John Moran situation. Be yourself. Um, don't try to be somebody that you're not, because you end up in situations that most people who end up in situations are ready for. And when you're a millionaire, a 23-year-old millionaire in the NBA who never lived in a hood in the first place, but made it out to whatever situation you made for and put yourself in a situation where you can take care of your family for the rest of their lives. Just don't just be yourself. Don't do stupid. I mean, I, I could really go in on Jar right now. Just be yourself. Don't do stupid ish. And like, just be yourself. Just be yourself. Definitely agree. All right. Now we have Gianni. Well, this last week, um, been tough, but overall, I'm just disappointed with the Heat. Honestly, this season has been a disaster overall. Um, I don't know wh- where they can go from here, but all I know is that this all season, we can actually um, fix the bench. That's all we need, really, to fix that bench because that bench is awful. I mean, but Gianni, what did you think were going to happen when you made absolutely no trades at the trade deadline? Like, what did you think was going to happen, bro? Like, did you really think your team was going to get better? Honestly, the, the day and I look at this team overall in the offseason, everybody's saying, get that star, get that star. But honestly, I don't think it's about getting a star. It's actually building a team top to bottom that is good. Instead of relying on undrafted guys, actually sign, you know, people that can actually – um, help the team off the bench. That's I guess what- you could say that P.J. Tucker is doorliness by the Heats, huh? No. Yeah, I, I say PJ, <laughs> the other thing, too, is we just don't have, like, a backup big. We don't have, like, an actual starting power forward because of losing P.J. It's just I, – I feel like we shouldn't get another star. I think we should just – you know, build a deep team because that that's what made us so good last season. All right. And last but not least, Solo. Great weekend in sports. Um, tag deadline tomorrow. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens hold my entire 
happiness in their hands tomorrow. Because they don't do that, gonna go into deep, deep, deep depression. Deep depression. It's like I'm not even gonna show my face in public. So, but good week of sports. And I got one thing for you kings out there. Your girlfriends, your opposive girlfriends are in Fort Lauderdale or Miami t- this 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 week because it's spring break. And if you let your girl go to Fort Lauderdale or Miami, I'm telling you, King, that is not your girl anymore. That's their yeah. girl now, buddy, hey, because she's lovely, getting brother. trained by multiple, multiple people, multiple celebrities down there. I'm just saying. But keep your head up, King. Okay. Anyways, let's take a look into what is on the agenda this week. As for our first segment, everyone's favorite game, We Hate Trivia 23, is in full effect tonight. Tolu, please, for the love of God, no cheating. No cheating. (laughs) Segment two, we're playing a game of Would You Rather, the Ben Simmons edition. Um, As for segment three... That will be our baseball segment, which is Stick Boss and Chiwiji Ernie. For segment four, we have a new addition to the pod with uh, PC's Power 5, so please stay tuned in for that. Segment five is my personal favorite segment, which is Hot Takes. And one final word from our main co-host, PC, with Cam's Mother Lock. We have a couple things to get into tonight, but first, if you haven't already, please be sure to follow us on our socials at WHS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter and at We Hate Sports, our gym together on TikTok and YouTube. All right, let's jump into our first segment, which is We Hate Trivia 23. And since Sean lost last game, the questions tonight are provided by him. So if they bad, judge him, not me. <laughs> let's go over the rules, all right? Number one, everyone should have something to write with and something to write on. Whatever answer you write down, you have to show on the camera. It's no point system, so whoever gets out first is the overall loser. There are no rece- uh, redeeming lives, my bad, for all three rounds. So once you're out, you're out. No multiple choice answers during the easy round and also no hints. Uh, multiple choice answers are only for the medium and hard round, but it's no hints until the hard round. The easy round will go until one person is eliminated. The as so, the, also the medium round as well and the hard round will of course, determine the winner of We Hate Trivia 23. So let's go ahead and get started. All right. Oh, turn around, Forrest. Go ahead and oh, turn yeah, I around. I forgot to tell you, you got to turn around. Turn around. You're not going to cheat tonight. Turn around. Turn around. This was the turn rule. Around. This was the mandatory <laughs> rule. You're oh, not going. Nope. Nope. I don't want to hear it. They're not going to cheat <laughs> us out of the victory tonight. All I'm right. We are, there are no more. Turn around. Turn around, around Tolu. Turn around. Turn around. Turning around. Because turn you're not around. Gonna cheat, you're, you're not going to be in front of a monitor. I'm not. Yes, <laughs> turn around. You're not going to be in front of a monitor. Turn around. Thank you. You don't have to turn the camera around. No. You what, turn what is around. he doing? See, what is he doing? <laughs> right? Where do you want me to turn around? I'm sitting turn around. here. Okay. Well, okay. All right. Turn, turn around on the couch. Sideways. Something. <laughs> turn around on the couch. There you go. We need to see everything. Not no cheat. This is where there we go. Tolu, I'm sorry, bro, but you do it to yourself. I'm telling you, Tolu, if I even see one side (laughs) eye, if I see one head tilt, (laughs) and you're not showing your answer, you're disqualified, bud. You're disqualified. Simple as that. 
racism. That's the, nope. It's justice. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, everybody ready? Everybody I'm ready. Papers. All right, bet. Question number one, and the easy one. Who holds the record for the 40-yard dash at the NFL Combine? Like, come on, man. Just answer it, TK. Just answer it. How? I'm telling you, Tolu. No head tilt. No head tilt. <laughs> I'm wrong. As hell. <laughs> okay, everybody ready? Yeah, you ask Tolu first. Oh, yep. Tolu, your answer. I don't know. Antonio Brown. <laughs> okay. TK. I'll put DK Metcalf. Okay. Gianni. Tyreek Hill. Okay. Cam. Guys, Sean literally said the answer last week on the episode. It's Sean <laughs> Ross. Oh, shit. Yeah. There you go. Congrats. Sorry, Is that right? Huh? I'm pretty sure it's right. Yes, it's right. That's a shot. Load of shite. <laughs> Take a big shot. Take a big boy. PC really Stay classy, Roderick. Stay classy. Oh, I know that. Oh, I know that burn. Okay. Question two. Who holds the record? for best vertical and broad jumps for quarterbacks at the NFL Combine? Now, this one, I actually don't know, so y'all are on your own for this one. Thank goodness I, I don't have to answer this question. I, do. <laughs> I know this one. It's crazy, because, yeah, okay. Y'all ready? Yeah, total first. Josh Allen. <laughs> okay. CK. Anthony Richardson, a.k.a. You see the little AR. Oh okay, anyways. Gianni. A.k.a. Lamar Jackson. Okay, next, Josh Allen. Okay. TK, you're right. It's Anthony Richardson. Co-host moving on. You'll love to see it. <sighs> All right. See, see how bad, but Gianni? wait, uh, Desi, what, what? You move huh. on, Desi, sweetheart. Y'all see how y'all see how bad Tolu looks when he can't look at the answers <laughs> in front of him. Yeah, this is yeah. the real Tolu, ladies and gentlemen. Name one NFL Hall of Famer who played in a World Series. Hmm, that's a good one. That is a good one. That is a good one. We got Gianni, our baseball expert, Tolu, who <laughs> seems to know the answer. Uh, uh, this isn't right. <clears throat> he probably paid for the. It's probably somebody that played for the Ravens. No. Y'all ready? I'm ready. All right, Tolu. Bo Jackson. Jenny. Um, Deion Sanders. Well, Tolu, it's been real. You was wrong. It was definitely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely Deion. Red Bozo. Red Bozo. It didn't work. It was high five, everybody. It was high five, high five. Tolu is facing the side every time from now on. No, 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 no. This is conspiracy. This was so funny because he was so like he just knew it. Yeah, we can't be you out, bro. 
This is conspiracy. This nope. is all. Nope. This, this is, is justice. Just, this is justice. That's what it is. It's called <laughs> justice. Everyone, this is rigged. Rigged. This is all Everybody? rigged, bro. Everybody? Rigged. Wave goodbye. No. Bye-bye. This is Zimbabwe. No, this <laughs> is Zimbabwe. <laughs> questions, buddy. Hit him with the Dame Litter. Hit him with the Dame Litter, guys. Rip Bozo. That's yes, sir. Hurt. Now we can have a proper trivia game. Yeah, Finally. Yeah. Finally. All right, let's let's do it. Right, do it. Yes. Go, hey, hey, good luck. Good luck to you guys. Good luck to you guys. Truly, good luck. Good luck, good luck guys. All right. <laughs> the first question in the medium round. Who was the first unanimous MVP in NFL history? Was it A, Lamar Jackson, B, Aaron Rodgers, C, Patrick Mahomes, or D, Tom Brady? The first unanimous MVP. Get the answers again. Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. That was a good question. I think we're ready. All right, again. I went with Lamar Jackson. Okay, PC. Also went with Lamar Jackson. Tom Brady threw me off though. Jenny. Lamar Jackson as well. Mm, no, Tom Brady threw you off because he was the right answer. I ah, see. I I I thought it would be. Yeah. I I second guessed myself. Thank God. <laughs> Uh, All right. Um, I guess I'm still taking a shot. Hang on. Uh, it's <laughs> technically we all got it wrong. Take that shot, baby. Take that shot. Big boy shot. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's number two, PC. I feel after like three or four shots, bro. Oh, yeah. I told you. I told you three shots in, bro. You're going to feel it. All right. We're good, though. We're good. Question two. Who has the second most rings in NBA history? Is it A, Sam Jones? Is it B, Bob Cozy? Is it C, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Or D, Robert Horry? What team is the reigning Stanley Cup champion? Tampa Bay Lightning, New Jersey Devils, Toronto Maple Leafs, um, or Colorado Avalanche? How would I know this, bro? Like, you're going to ask a, a, a hockey question to PC, who's a hockey dude. Mm-hmm. You ready? We know. We are taking points off for, for spelling, too, by the way. I actually know the answer to this one, believe it or not. It's actually D, Colorado. And I know the answer because Mr. Russell Wilson, my quarterback, gave oh, the Colorado a very big okay. shout out. So congratulations, congratulations to me for getting this right. PC, you didn't luck out, bastard. <laughs> hey, PC. It is the avalanche. It is the avalanche. Damn it. Okay. All right. He's just trying to get me drunk, that's all. <laughs> Clearly. That is so funny. Great episode. Great episode. <coughs> Who's Pause. Next question. Right. How many World Series titles 
do Tolu's <laughs> Baltimore Orioles have? Is it A, 2, is it B, 3, is it C, 4, or is it D, 5? I don't know this why is, you're so pressed, Tolu. This is your team. I, I hate Sean. <laughs> I really hate Sean, bro. I really oh, my gosh. That threw me yeah. off. Hey, Sean, you better be listening to this because you're part of this podcast, buddy. Shout out to you for that question. No, Sean is not part of this podcast. <laughs> yes, Yari? Yari? Mm-hmm. I guess. TK? I'll put two, and I'm probably wrong. Okay. PC? I put three because this was a question before. Thank you. I was finna say that it was literally a question Boom, before. Buddy. So why would we ask the same question? I say that because you won off that question. Yeah, literally he picked three. the Mickey Mouse trivia, but you won off of it. You can't ask the same question. I get a redo. <laughs> you no. <laughs> you literally got the question right. <laughs> One shot for you, my friend. You're eliminated. That's funny. I told you you wasn't the better cause, TK. You keep going, Desi. Keep going. Keep going. All right. Now I'm just playing. All right. On to the hard round. Fighting for the championship is PC and Gianni. For question one. PC, you feeling it? You feeling the shots? I'm feeling it. You thought I was feeling you? <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, right. My gosh. Who was the last Yankees player to lead the American League in home runs in back-to-back seasons? Was it A, Aaron Judge, B, Mickey Mantle, C, Alex Rodriguez, or D, Lou Gehrig? This is such a biased question <laughs> for the Yankees fan. Oh, brother. Ah, oh, well, I chalked this up for Gialli victory. This is actually a tough one, honestly. I went with A Rod. PC? I also went with A Rod. Hmm, it's crazy. What the other wrong? It was making Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. <coughs> I'll take. I'll gladly take that shot of that. Okay. Question two in the hard round. Who is mm-hmm. the? Only- oh, I forgot. You took your shot. My bad. I forgot. I'm sorry. All right, now you go. Okay. Who is the only player to ever lead the NCAA, NBA, and ABA in scoring? Was it A. Wood Chamberlain, B. Julius Irving, C. Rick Barry, or D. George Jerome. Yeah. All right. Jenny? I picked Will. Okay, PC. There's only one dude that I know that played in the NBA in the NBA and would lead the league in scoring too. That's <laughs> Dr. J, Julius Serving. I'm sorry, you're wrong. <laughs> it's Rick Barry. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. I'll take it. This is the fifth shot. <sighs> All right. Ooh, I'm feeling it now. All right. Which WNBA team won four championships in a row from 1997 through 2000? 
A, New York Liberty, B, Detroit Shock, C, Houston Cummins, or D, LA Sparks. You ready? Yeah. All right, yep. Danny. I picked the Houston team. Okay, PC. I went with the Detroit Shots. <laughs> no, PC. Oh my gosh. I can't root for you no more. Congratulations, you, <sighs> you are the winner of WHS 23. Yeah. This is a great I, I I rather lose to the Eagles fan. It's okay. I'm I'm okay with this. It's I'm better okay. than, than than being last place than Tolu. Yeah, it, as long as it's not Tolu. As long as it's Definitely. not Tolu. As long as I'll I'll drink to that. TK, I was extremely... I'll drink to that. This is conspiracy, bro. Conspiracy. Tolu TK. Oh, thank Jesus. Bro, what what did I do to you, bro? What is your issue? Thank you for that. This one's for you. I think PC is tipsy, guys. And now he's drinking a beer. Nice. Chugging a beer, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they say it's going to be best up. Oh, it's drinking. Light, bro. Disgusting. Yeah, dude's going to be drunk. Beer, beer is disgusting. You think he's sick. As long as I don't have to drink that tequila again. Ooh. All right, well, All right. With that, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congratulations once again, Gianni. I'm proud it wasn't Tolu. <laughs> All right, anyways, moving on to segment two. It's time to play another little game called Would You Rather, the Ben Simmons edition, okay? So, first, would you rather have PJ Tucker or Ben Simmons? PJ Tucker. Ben Simmons. Come on. Come on. PJ Tucker. Tolu, this is not hard. This is like, not hard. This, this is not hard. Literally, this is trash versus garbage. So I really no, PJ Tucker's perimeter defense still plays a factor for yeah, the Sixers. Trash versus <laughs> help the help I'm the Bucks win a title. I have PJ Tucker because he can at least hit a corner three. So I'm picking PJ Tucker. I mean, I don't know how you all got the wrong answers, but we can move on. <laughs> oh, the wrong answer. Really wrong. But anyways, okay. Would you rather have Jay Crowder or Ben Simmons? <laughs> this is so disrespectful, PC. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. I hate Jay Crowder to everything. I can't stand his game. I can't stand his play, but I'm picking Jay Crowder. It's Jay it, Crowder. Ben Simmons. You 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 put Ben Simmons too high on the pedestal. No, PC, you're disrespectful for this game. And you this know is why not disrespectful. disrespectful. This is literally bro, not disrespectful. See how Ben Simmons is playing right now, bro. Ben Simmons. We're is talking about right now. That. Ben Simmons, TK. I, I still think Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons went from the next LeBron to like the next dream. First of all, you got he was never the next LeBron. That has That's to stop. One called him the next LeBron, bro. I don't care. They were wrong and idiots. He was never the next LeBron. I, didn't, I never liked that comparison. Okay. Move on. All right. Markel Fultz or Ben Simmons? Oh, come on. <laughs> Two former Sixers. <laughs> I would go Markel Fultz. He, he, if you're asking me who would be more beneficial for a playoff team trying to win right now, 
Markel Fultz easily. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm still going Ben Simmons. Markel Fultz. Come on, PC. Can you make a player that we can put Ben Simmons ahead of? Or I I try I tried making a list of players. Yeah, that you want to make it too easy. Is on Ben Simmons's level, or at the very least, you know, Ben Simmons could surpass. It'd be easy to say, like, hey, it's Ben Simmons. Would you rather Ben Simmons or James Harden? You know what I mean? Exactly. You don't want to make it too easy. Yeah. All right. Next. Um, ben Simmons or Alex Caruso? Alex Caruso. Easily. No question. Yeah, I'm going to be biased here. I'm going to go out of Alex That's Caruso. It's not even a question, bro. Now, see? I would actually go Simmons. You're nuts. I would actually go Simmons. Alex Caruso hit <laughs> perimeter shots, buddy. So I know. Marco, I know. Wait, 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 wait. So Marco Fultz. Yeah. Who are the other? Who are the other two players? Uh, uh Jay, Crowder. Fultz, I Jay, uh, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder and PJ Tucker. Jay Crowder. And who was the first one? PJ Tucker. Yeah. You'll take those guys over Ben Simmons, but you won't take. Okay, PC. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it because it's the Lakers? Is this a part of your Laker hate no. thing? That like no. He said no. no. <laughs> okay. Cam you, Johnson. Be, you want me to be biased or you want me You want me to? No, bro. I truly have answered. That's that's read it, please. I'm actually interested in this. This makes me think. <laughs> Cam Johnson or Ben Simmons? Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. Because he could shoot. You see, if you can't shoot in the NBA, bro, like, I really cannot pick you over anybody, bro. Like, I'm sorry. It's, you hard, have to to do. Have, it's hard to do. <laughs> at least have a midi, bro. Like, if you had a midi, like, if Simmons had a midi, I obviously he'd be better than all of these people. He don't even got a midi, man. All right. Matisse Thibel or Ben Simmons? Oh, wow. That's hard. <laughs> you know what? Matisse Thibel is Blazers' debut. Shot like five threes, I kid you not. Yeah, um, and it's not sustainable, but it's still, it's still a jump shot. Ben Simmons it's don't have a jump not, shot. He's not afraid to hit shoot shoot shots though. Exactly, I, I he's willing. I, I guess I'll go Thibault. I'll go yeah. Thibault. Yeah. I guess I'm I'll going I'm going Thibault. All right, Ben Simmons or Jordan Noir? I actually really like Jordan Noir's game. He was a good piece um, when he was on the Bucks. Um, he and he found like a, I think he found a home in Indiana, like a better role. So I'd say Nora. Nora as well. I mean, he didn't really play enough when he was with the Bucks, but he's Nigerian. Well, who was it, Ben Simmons or who? A Jordan Nora. I don't even know who that is, so give me Ben Simmons. <laughs> oh, brother. I don't care. He's Nigerian. I'm not picking against Nigerians, so I'm picking him. Oh, Lord. Okay. That's, that's literally the definition of racist, Tony. Just so you know. Jalen Williams or Ben Simmons? Huh? He's uh, the rookie. The rookie from OKC. Shout, <laughs> yo, um, shout out to Mook. He mentioned it earlier this morning um, in our group chat. He said that he Jalen Williams was having a really underrated rookie year, but I'm still not too familiar with this game, so I have to go with Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah. me too. Familiar with this game. So I'm picking Ben. This is the what? This is the first time we've picked Ben. Have everyone, bro. 
Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons needs to go on. He, this needs to be a 30 for 30. How bad this man is. I swear. The dude is 25 years old. He can turn it around. Stop. Just stop. 30 for 30. You can't keep holding that 25 years old thing oh, over everybody's head. The dude is hating. This is not hating, CK. That's why I'm trying. This is not hating. This is realism. This is just realistic. It's realistic. The man was supposed to be a superstar, bro. Like, this is insane. Now he's being compared to freaking Jordan Noir. Like, what is this shit? Oh, What's the next one? Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Kelly Hayes or Ben Simmons? <laughs> ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. No, I'm, I'm picking Ben. This one, I'm picking Ben. Kelly Hayes is bad. He's, he's bad. He's, he's terrible. Bad. Cam Reddish or Ben Simmons? Cam Reddish. Easily. Oh, Cam Reddish. Come on Cam now. Reddish. Duke in the NBA, of course. Of course. On, Cam Reddish you... is playing. Cam Reddish is playing. Well, important. See what happens when he gets minutes, Tom Thibodeau? You freaking fraud. <laughs> okay. Lonzo Ball or Ben Simmons? Lonzo Ball. Interesting one. That's uh, if Lonzo is... Well, well, we're talking about... At least I gotta go Ben. We're talking no. about right now. And yeah. Right now... Lonzo has not played. Lonzo's yeah. not playing. Lonzo playing. may never play again, which is... Oh, yeah, his, his oh, um, so I, I have to go with Ben by default. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Ben. If Ben is Lonzo is healthy, I'm picking Lonzo, but he's not. His yeah. knees we, are cooked. We know we oh. know Lonzo's ceiling is obviously a lot higher, but he yeah. he may never play again. So I think I have to go with Ben by default. Damn, but you know what's ball. crazy? You you know who you know who's gonna say the the ball legacy? This guy right here, baby. Oh my real. He can't hey, even save his own franchise right now. Yeah. <laughs> he can't even save his own franchise. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know Let me tell you something to listen really quick, all right? I don't want to hear this Carmelo is the mellow. No, Carmelo is not mellow. Carmelo is yes, just Carmelo, and Melo is Lamelo. Melo is Melo. Melo is Carmelo. is Lamelo. Carmelo. That is so disrespectful. That is so disrespectful. He needed to get kicked for that shit. That man went toe-to-toe with Kobe Bryant in the Western Conference really Finals. Just, no, and you want to think that Melo is the official Melo. Stop. Don't ever say that ever again, bro. That is so disrespectful. What, what happened to shame? What happened to shame? What happened to who? What happened to shame? Shame. S-H-A-M-E. Shame. <laughs> Are we talking about Shane Battier? No, shame, not shame. Oh. What? I said shame. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Here. Last one. Bones Highland or Ben Simmons? Well, Bones Highland was... Bones Highland named Bones. No, I'm I'll take Bones. That's, that's I'm picking Bones. I'm picking Bones. I'm picking Bones. He's, he's too good for what he is, nah, bro. Like, nah, I want to ask I'm taking Bones. Now, PC, let me ask a remix of the question, and then we can move on. Would you take first four years of Sixers Ben Simmons? Oh, my God. See, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> walking here you go. You're bringing up the past. You're bringing up the past. When he literally said, don't do that. No, 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 no. I, I, no, because I'm sick of the disrespect. PC, the disrespect for a dude. There's no disrespect. 
It's, it's not disrespectful. It's, it's not very TK, disrespectful. TK, this is where we're at with Ben Simmons. We are at the point where we are literally comparing role players who are averaging like eight points per game to Ben Simmons, who at one point was an all star, yes. But he's in a triple double machine, right. triple double machine. Don't forget to say it. Triple double machine any night, any given night. No. Okay, that he's not old. that anymore. It's not and he's that, not that anymore. Is it is it that he's not that anymore? Or is it that he's not that right now? No, he's not that anymore. So PC, so PC, wait, wait. Are you so can you're argue telling, right wait, now, wait, wait. TK, you can argue right now that that was his sore ceiling. Okay, triple double machine where he was giving you 10, you the uh, 10 and you 10 a night. The bare minimum. The bare minimum. So you're telling me. So, okay, so you're telling me you don't ever, 25 years old, by the way, you don't ever think he'll ever get back to what he was. Ever. Oh. Never, ever, ever. He's well, lost all his. He might. He might. If he, finally, if he finally wakes up, but what team is going to wake up Ben Simmons? What what team is going to take a chance on Ben Simmons right now? Because if you're asking me right now what Ben Simmons is to a lot of teams in the NBA, because not a lot of teams are not going to take a chance on his own coach has given up on him. Jacques Vaughn, I guarantee who reunited the Brooklyn Nets, has given up on Ben Simmons. He literally has come out and said that he does not know. uh, He is implied he does not know how to play Ben Simmons. He doesn't know who to play him with. He has said that. I get that. I get that. And I'm saying, and I'm saying, you're, you are right about the trade thing because it's hard to trade Ben Simmons. Damn right, I'm right. It's going to be because of the contract. That contract is, it's terrible. Yeah. Unless the Nets agree to pay some of that contract and trade him, I mean, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do, to be honest with you. Because you're right, nobody's going to test that contract. It's way, way, way too much, bro. Way, way too much. All I'm saying is, I have been a Ben Simmons support. Y'all clown me. For hating, quote unquote, hating on Ben Simmons, I'm a realist when it comes to Ben. All right, I was See, a supporter of Ben Simmons for four years. PC, I waited for this man to take. No, 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 no. I waited for this man to take the next step for the last four years. All right, Which was I waited for him to become the superstar, the perfect complement to Joel Embiid. He could have became that perfect complement to Joel Embiid if he had just learned to take a jump shot. And he didn't do it. All right. He got a new start in Brooklyn, got paired up with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. And he had he had everything at his disposal and yet still refused to take that next step. All right. Nobody at this point, nobody is asking Ben Simmons to be a superstar. Nobody is asking Ben Simmons to be the guy. Only thing that the Nets ask of him is to be a complimentary asset, a complimentary piece to KD and Kyrie, and he could not do that. We saw it in the division series last year against the against the Celtics, where he didn't even play in the last game, where they got swept, all right? And we see it this year with Jacques Vaughn literally telling people that he could not play this man. He doesn't know how to play Ben Simmons, all right, because it's very complicated. We cannot keep accommodating to Ben Simmons' game because he does not want to take that next step. We can. We can. He has to find that. He has to find that confidence on his own because at the end of the day, he is the only one that can pull out that next step, that next level. It's the truth. 
It's simply the truth. Truth hurts. Ben Simmons, I love you. There's still a part of me that loves you, man. But you seriously, seriously need a reality check. Maybe that's overseas. Maybe that's with another new team in the NBA. But at this point, if I'm being real, I don't think that you're going to make it another year in the NBA. Nobody's going to want to take a chance on you. Nobody. So that's how I feel about Ben Simmons. If he succeeds, if he if he finally figures it out, then I'll be the first person to say that, hey, man, I was too harsh on you. I was wrong. Take I'll take my L and I'll move on and I'll appreciate what Ben Simmons has been able to accomplish if he finally figures it out. But I'm at the point I've been observing him for four years. I'm at the point where I feel like I'm never going to see that from Ben. That's how I feel. Fair enough. This 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 tequila got Go ahead, good though. Oh, to, to tell me how I feel. <laughs> I should drink every week on the podcast. Alrighty. Alrighty. Drunk alcohol with this podcast. It's crazy. Tell me, please. Anyways, great segment. It's time to move on to our third segment, um, which is Stick While Situ with Gianni. So, Gianni, I'm going to go ahead and pass that over to you. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Stickball Central. Um, today, we're going to talk about um, the Yankees. Um, the young, the young guys are, are like playing so well. We're going to talk about the Dodgers' injuries, and I think that's basically it for now because spring training has been a little bit slow. You know, outside of the pitch clock and injuries, and the young guys um, playing pretty well. Really, there is no like, um, there's no like enough traction so far early on, but it's gaining. Um, we're getting closer and closer. We're three weeks away from opening um, day, and that's going to be amazing. Uh, so, the Yankees, they have uh, amazing um, so far. They've been amazing. The young guys, Anthony Volpe is raking, um, Peraza is raking as well, and. Jason Dominguez, who's a young prospect, that he's not ready yet for for um, to be in the regular season roster, but he's he's leaning toward that. He's performing pretty well. I think he's maybe a season or two away from being natural lineup. Maybe next season he will be um, regular season ready. He he has a lot of potential. Same with Volpe. Volpe should should be starting um, this coming um, opening day. IKF, I'm sorry, but he's out the door. Um, it, it, it's just that simple. Like the Yankees have to put these young guys and actually start. I think Torres has to be traded. IKF has to be traded. I think that that's going to open up for more spots for Peraza, for Volpe, for these young guys to actually. Um, be able to produce and actually um, be able to, in my opinion, be able to to be a big part of this team overall. These young guys, it's time for the Yankees to trust these young guys. Also, you know, with Torres and IKF, you could trade that guy for for um, those guys for probably Brian Reynolds from Pittsburgh. That will make this lineup even much better, top to bottom. Hicks doesn't have to play. 
I think that that makes everybody, every Yankee fan, happy. And the opposing team, pretty sad, honestly, because Aaron Hicks in the field is horrible. Today, I saw a highlight. I think a lot of people saw it that he is a routine catch in in the infield, and he dropped the ball. Like the dude is just overall horrible, honestly. He shouldn't start. Maybe in times he could probably be like a DH and, 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 you know, like you can rotate him back and forth certain times. But he's not a guy that you can trust, really. Uh, If you look at, like, last season, late in the season, the last two months of the season, Boone benched him, basically, and gave opportunities to the young guys. And in my opinion, Hicks shouldn't even be in the lineup at all. Maybe when players are resting, you know, late in the season and the roster expands, you can give him a shot if, if you know, the playoff seed um, is favorable in, in a certain spot. But it, it's time for the young guys to um, step up and, and get some traction, really, because these, these young guys are raking. I know is spring training and regular season is, is two different things. But I know Volpe, Anthony Volpe, is ready. That's the name everybody here in this podcast should, should listen. All the audience should keep an eye on because he, he has special talent, in my opinion. And and you look at the Dodgers, their shortstop. Garen Lux got um, injured. He tore his ACL. They need a shortstop. So to, like, equal what the Yankees have already with the young guys, we could trade – IKF to the Dodgers to give them like a shortstop for 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 at the moment for them. IKF is pretty shaky as a defender. Uh, he he doesn't hit the home run ball too much, but the Dodgers with the injuries they have, they might have to take a chance at a short term thing, and that that's the reason too that the Dodgers didn't get into the the Carlos Correa um, bid with the Twins and other teams. That would have been a perfect um, player for the Dodgers. And if you look at it overall right now, the Dodgers, they need some support on offense because they lost some guys on offense. Um, I I heard that Otani is favorites for next year, the favorites to get Otani for next season. But the thing is, this season, they're not looking like like a team that will pick right now to be in the World Series. Like other teams, like the Padres, they gotten better. Like right now, the Padres are a team that has can win now, not a team that can wait like a year or two. They need to win now. The Phillies are still a factor. They're defending um, National League um, champion. The Braves are right there. There's gonna be other teams like the Cardinals who are always like peaking right there in, in, in the in the back of the room, um, looking for the attention. Uh, I think the Mets, too. You got to look at the Mets, too. But they're, they have some old guys, but they're a factor, too. So this National League is, is going to be pretty tough for the Dodgers. And if you look at overall, if the Dodgers don't um, do some trades, improve, you know, some lineup issues they have, they're, they're not going to be much of a factor. They will be in the playoffs with 95 to 100 wins, but they're not going to go that far. 
And if you look at the, the entire league, it, it's just it's just tougher. Last season, I felt the National League was pretty weak at certain points. The Phillies um, was a big surprise. Uh, nobody thought at, at first they, they would make a surprise run. They made a surprise run, and they made the National League actually look much better because the Padres were able to, to go on a deep run. You got to be able to, and especially, you know, the bye week threw off some teams. But still, the National League was surprising in the playoffs. During the regular season last season, nobody really expected it. Everybody really expected the Braves and the Dodgers. This season is more open, I feel. I feel the Phillies could, could go back. The Braves could go back. I could see that maybe the Padres going to the World Series. Like, you got to look at all the teams right now in the National League. And the Dodgers, if they don't make any moves, they're going to be in trouble come playoff time. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is um, – more of the pitch clock. Uh, people are, are giving more views of the pitch clock. There was an a instant. Um, it was the Yankees against, I think, the Pirates in another game like a couple of days ago. Wandy Parada, who was a bullpen reliever for the Yankees, he threw three pitches in under 10 seconds. Three strikeouts in under 10 seconds throughout that pitch clock. It looked like the reliever, some relievers are getting so used to the pitch clock that now they're throwing strikes quicker than, than what the clock um, is indicating. And I think that's good for baseball because it speeds up the game, of course. But overall, I think baseball is going to be a much better situation. A lot of people don't like it too much because people are saying it's ruining the game a little bit. Uh, it is better to go back to how it was before. No, I think in my opinion, I, I'm not sure how everybody feels about the pitch clock in the, here. This is going to be an opportunity, I think, for a lot of teams, really, to, um, to, to take advantage. And I think one of the things, too, is the hitters, too. They got to get used to all of it. Uh, I think the managers... To, they need to, like, the old school managers, like Buck Walter, like, I don't think they like the pitch clock as much as, you know, the younger guys. I think the younger guys are more used to. I'm excited. I'm excited for a pitch clock. I think everybody is adapting well to the pitch clock. I, I think the first week, it was, like, mixed reviews. And I think this week is much, much better, I feel. And I think the relievers, too are having a much better um, chance right now with it than, you know, the starters. Because this is going to be more relievers, more. I think during, you know, early in the season, the starting pitchers, when they go six, seven innings, they're going to have, you know, their opportunity to get used to it. And it's going to be it's going to be amazing this, this season, how it goes. It's around the corner, basically. We're, we're three weeks away from opening day. So we'll see how this continues to grow and stuff. I, I just love it. And for now, that's all for Stickfall Central. Great segment, Gianni. 
All right, guys, and now it's time to move on to our new segment, PC's Power 5, which is PC giving his top five for different topics. Tonight's topic is GOATS. So, PC, I'll go ahead and let you take over. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the first ever edition of PC's Power 5. This ain't like any other top five list that you've ever listened to. This ain't like... Stephen A's list that you watch on first take. This ain't like any other top five list that you ever watch or listen to in your life. This is mine's. So it's going to be different. It's going to be electrifying. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be phenomenal. And it's going to get the reactions from everybody on this call and everybody on listening to this podcast that is willing to listen to my top five and as Destiny mentioned tonight's topic it is the goats alright I have to start off with a bang everybody's list of goats are going to be different but in my humble personal opinion this is my top five let's start off with number five Muhammad Ali Muhammad Ali I mean what he was able to accomplish as a boxer as a man literally changing his name for the betterment of African Americans. I mean, this is something that we just don't see anymore. Muhammad Ali is an inspiration to a lot of people. All right. And he has quotes out the wazoo. All right. Maybe maybe Jalen Hurts, who has uh quotes out the wazoo as well, took some inspiration from Muhammad Ali because there's a lot that we can learn from a guy like him. Uh, and, and, I mean, the boxing speaks for itself. Uh, he is one of the pioneers for it. Uh, he is one of the guys that revolutionized it. So that is why, Muhammad Ali, you start off my official top five for PC's Power 5. Let's go to number four. Number four, we have right here, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, I know... That guys like Tolu, guys like T.A., they may not like Michael Jordan being on this top five for goats. But let me tell you something. We all own a pair of Jordans. Michael Jordan revolutionized that. All right. We all, we all know that man's track record when it comes to the NBA Finals. Undefeated. We know that. All right. Michael Jordan is the guy that made the NBA, excuse my French, his bitch for the next six years of his career. Alongside Dennis Rodman, Sky Pippen, Steve Kerr, he made sure that the NBA knew exactly who was on top. It did not matter who challenged Michael Jordan. He was going to get the win at the end of the day. All right? And it may have took him a couple of years to get it right. All right, just the same as LeBron. It took him a couple of years to get it right. But as soon as he got it right, he knew what it took to become a champion in the National Basketball Association. All right. He revolutionized the game of basketball. All right. You, you, you don't have to you don't have to keep denying that part. All right. I, I see so much disrespect for Michael Jordan nowadays. I'm not sure why. I keep seeing guys like DeMar DeRozan compared to Michael Jordan. That's no, that's no disrespect to DeMar DeRozan, who's a good player on his own. But Michael Jordan is the guy that had the NBA by the balls in his prime. 
And we have to expect that. We have to respect history as our kind. Did I ever see Michael Jordan play in a live game? No. But one thing I can appreciate, one thing I can respect is a guy like Michael Jordan being at the top of his game, nobody being able to touch him in his prime. And when I tell you that nobody can touch Michael Jordan in his prime, nobody can touch Michael Jordan in his prime. So that's why he's on my power five. Let's go to number three. Number three, we have Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't think there's any debate, all right? You can say a guy like Peyton Manning, okay? But even then, Peyton Manning don't have seven rings to flex, okay? Now, as I say this, I will say, Tom Brady, I've seen the reports. There are some teams that still want you at the age of, what, 46 years old? Stay retired, bro. Stay retired. Study up so you can be in that booth right next to right next to the uh, Fox commentator. Uh, who is it? Uh, uh, Kevin Burkhardt. Study up so you can be in the booth for next year. All right. The league does not need you to be the guy anymore. All right. And I know it's very hard to walk away, but what you have been able to accomplish is nothing short of amazing. All right. There are players that can only dream of being a guy like Tom Brady and how much you are able to be the guy for so many years and only for two franchises at that, that speaks volumes. That speaks volumes of how amazing you are as a player, how clutch you are as a player, and how great you are as a player. When we're talking about right now, we're talking about for the history books. Tom Brady is the prototypical quarterback that everybody is going to look at when it comes to um, comparing all-time great quarterbacks now. I mean, we see it with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is only on two rings, all right? He's still very young. He's only on two rings. He's got five more to go if he wants to catch up to Brady, which is going to be an impossible task to do. So that is why Tom Brady is on my top five, excuse me, my power five goats of all time. Let's go to number two. Number two is someone that I think not a lot of people are going to agree with, but damn it, it's time that we appreciate. It's time that we respect somebody like her. Number two, Serena Williams. I know it was Venus that revolutionized the game of tennis for African Americans, but Serena Williams, when she got her foot in the door, made the game a whole different level. Um, I, I, I can't, I can't explain in words what Serena Williams has done for the game of tennis. When I made this Power Five list, the first ever Power Five list, and we talk about goats, I really want to include Serena Williams high on this list because she has. Rep- Revolutionized, quite literally revolutionized the game of tennis. You know, not just for for women, but for men. Like she's been competing with men and winning championships with men. She has the most major titles, you know, in, in tennis history. Woman, um, as a proud Black African American woman, she has done almost everything that 
a player, a tennis player, should thrive to do to become a GOAT. Serena Williams, make no mistake, is a GOAT. And that is why she is number two all time on my power list. Let's go number one, though, because I think we all know who number one is. Is none other than the king himself, LeBron James. Uh, listen, I can, I can, I can make all the jokes I can about LeBron James. I can say all I want about LeBron James. I can complain all I want about LeBron James every time he beats the Sixers, which is rarely ever actually. Uh, but you know what? He is undisputedly the greatest athlete of all time, and I think. If he wins just one more championship, he'll become the greatest basketball player of all time. LeBron James, I mean, you hear damn near every week with a guy like Tolu who's a brown sexual. He has done so much for the game of basketball, for the NBA, for the culture. Uh, I, I mean, you know, he's <laughs> uh, LeBron James is a funny guy. Um, but uh, be funny, and uh, you know, as an African American man, um, to have a legacy as well, which is something that Michael Jordan did not have. Uh, he has successors in Bronny and Bryce. LeBron James did everything damn near perfect for his entire career, for his entire life. When he got deemed the chosen one at 16 years old, he knew. That he had to be the guy. And at a young age, his early 20s, he led the Cavaliers to the NBA Finals. Yeah, he got swept, but his second best guy on the team was, I believe, uh, whoa, who was it? Eric Snow. Um, you know, and then he went to Miami, got a few championships there. He then came back to Cleveland, 3 1 down to beat the unstoppable Golden State Warriors. No other team, no other man has been able to do that. And 2018 LeBron James, might I say, is the greatest playoff performer of all time. I'm admitting it right now. This is a lot of glazing for LeBron James, but I am here to tell you that LeBron James is simply the greatest athlete of all time. And that is why he's number one on PC's Power 5. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my Power 5. The first ever rendition. How do y'all feel about it? I mean... I didn't agree, but... Oh, it wasn't terrible. I did did forget to mention honorable mentions. There are a few honorable mentions. I I did forget to get. Um, The first honorable mention uh, has to go to Leo Messi. Um, the goat of soccer. You know, he got his World Cup championship, which is the only thing he was missing. Michael Phelps. With, without Michael Phelps, I don't know how competitive swing is. The only person that can touch him is Kate Ledecky. Shout out to her, too. Uh, Babe Ruth, uh, the goat of baseball. I want, I really want to include a baseball guy uh, you know, in this list, but he just didn't make the cut because he was in a Still different era. Uh, Tiger Woods, um, you know, he is the go. goat Tiger Woods. of golf. Tiger Woods. Um, I until like Charlie, until Charlie is of legal age, uh, he cannot, you know, he cannot uh, surpass his father. Uh, and Wayne Gretzky is the goat of hockey, which I, I think should be appreciated a lot more. Yeah, He's the goat of hockey. 
Uh, and shout out to John Cena. Shout out to John Cena. I feel like it's disrespectful to not play. No. No. I know you didn't just try to sneak him in there. Who? You know who. John Cena? Yeah. Derek Jeter. Like, no Derek Jeter. Like, Gianni, do you see the disrespect, bro? No Derek Jeter. No Alex. Like, no Alex. Like, damn. Those aren't goats. Those are not goats. Derek Jeter is not a goat. I can consider a guy like Kobe Bryant a goat. I can consider a guy like Kobe Bryant a goat. But that's because the established mentality that not a lot of people have. The man single-handedly made golf what it is today. If if golf didn't have Tiger Woods, there would be no golf. Nobody would not care about golf. You're right. You're right. But, I mean, the list wasn't terrible. I think my only thing is I was confused because there were two basketball players on. I thought you were yeah, doing, like, a, I was, a goal of every I was, sport. Every sport. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, the list like wasn't said, terrible. Like I said, you know, Michael Jordan, he, uh, he I, I don't think the game of basketball is as popular as it is today without Michael Jordan. And that's just, that's just a fact. That's just a I, fact. I don't know, PC, because honestly... If you put LeBron but, in that era, man, LeBron would be dominating those moves. But LeBron wasn't. He would dominate. He wasn't. Jordan wouldn't be sitting on six rings. And, and the errors that they both played in are so significantly different, too. So. Yeah, like it. But, I mean, it was harder fouls in the 90s. That's really it. When people say, oh, it was a lot tougher, really, it was just harder fouls. You can get, you can get, like, you can get. Away with a lot more fouls. Like there was no double teams weren't allowed in the nineties. You couldn't double team a guy. So Michael Jordan was basically going one on one the entire time. Like LeBron James is having to go against two and three guys. I don't know, bro. I mean, I understand the whole era thing. Like I said, Michael Jordan played in a tougher era because fouls were a lot, or they were allowed a lot more. But I don't know, man. People and also the people who say Michael Jordan would average fifty a night in this era are idiots too. Because Michael Jordan would not get fifty every, for a season, like that's just not happening. Nobody will ever do that, bro. So I don't know, bro. I, I really don't know. Michael Jordan, honestly, I feel like his era was played in a softer era. Like, can you name me fifty players from the nineties? I could easily name you fifty players from our generation. I can't name you fifty players from the nineties, bro. That played against Michael Jordan. I mean, there, there are select few. I'm like I said, I I watched that era in real time. You know, so I didn't I that's what I'm saying. It's easier for you to say that because yeah, you that, are it's in this easier era. to say that because you know we watch LeBron James like grow up in like in his prime and become the player that he is. But you know that, that that's no disrespect. It shouldn't be disrespect thrown at guys like Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, Reggie Miller, uh, Steve Kerr. You know, uh, you know a guy like John Stockton. You know, they're, they're Magic Johnson. Like they're still. A lot of guys, you know, we always joke uh, around all the time and say, like, oh, Michael Jordan playing in an era full of uh, plumbers. But there are still a lot of competitive, great players that he had to play against. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's not like he played entirely against, you know, plumbers. You know, we could say, uh, like, we could say a guy like LeBron James played against a guy like Nick Stauskas in his prime. You know what I mean? So... Like to really, say that really, you know, a guy like Michael Jordan any, played. Yeah. You know, that, no, no, he played against with, with the Celtics. That was a tough team. I think I don't. I think that he stood the Dwayne Wade Miami led Heat. Warriors. I mean, there were some Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors. 
Like, let's not act like the competition. I'm not here to say that LeBron is perfect either. Because Golden State Warriors, bro. Okay, you keep saying one team, so that's the like, greatest team ever nine. assembled. Seventy-three and nine. Seventy-three that, and nine. It doesn't matter, bro. But they're literally ganging up, joining super teams. LeBron did the same exact thing. Like no, this the Celtics started that kid. Not LeBron. No, I'm. No. Ta- I never said LeBron started it. This is what I'm talking about. Calm down. Get off his nuts. Huh. Listen to what I'm saying. Are you gonna say it? Or are you just going to say, listen, I just said it, though. Started. I had already said it. I <laughs> okay, literally well, that said might, it. Okay, well, but you're, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. Saying, that, that Miami Heat team was not a super okay. team. That Miami what? Heat team was not a super team at all. Okay. But we can move on. Great segment, PC, like I said before, even though, you know what I'm saying, I don't agree with everything, but it's on my list, for sure. All right. You should have gotten one more woman on there, not just Serena. Don't say Liv Morgan. No. Why would I say Liv Morgan? No. You should have gotten at least one more woman. But Liv Morgan's going to be I, on there. I, I, I did British try. I, I, I really tried to find, like, women that, like, revolutionized. Because I didn't just factor in, like, what sport they played in, but, like, the impact that they had on culture as a whole. Um, and Serena Williams, you know, fit the mold. I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head that that. You see, Jay Cargill. Jay Cargill. Is that our last it, name? It was good. I, I, Wait, I, who? I liked your. Jay, what's her last name? Cargill. 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 Jay. No. Yeah. She's she's not there yet. No. Nikita. Nikita. Definitely not there yet. No. What about um? Uh, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. I mean. Yeah, no, why are y'all trying to add all these wrestlers? Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. Um, way more she, historic than Trish Flatters. Trish is the WWE woman wrestler of all time. Oh my. No, Charlotte has way more Trish titles. Stratus. Hey, Trish Stratus has aged like I'm lying. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. That, that's our time to move on. on. That's our time to move on. Yeah. PC, PC, good, PC, good list. Good Tell list. me where as I lie. Good list, PC. Like you, have Le, Le, you have LeBron number one, and he should be number one because he's oh the greatest player to have ever stepped on planet Earth. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Shut up, Desi. The greatest player of all time. Respect him. Shut up, Respect. Shut up. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Now it's time to move on to my personal favorite segment of the show, which is hot takes. First to give their hot take of the week. TK, what are you doing? First to get a hot take of the week is PC. All right. So my hot take for this week. I think um, let's make it a basketball hot take. Sacramento Kings are a team that not a lot of people expect to make a lot of noise in the playoffs. But you know what? To the Kings, like to the Kings, fair point. Like they've been a consistent team for most of the season. Um, they're first in total offense, um, and they have a great head coach, Mike Brown, should be in contention for Coach of the Year because he's been doing an amazing job with that team. With that being said, I think my hot take this week is that the Kings can make it as far as the Western Conference Finals. Um, it'd be crazy to say, 
and you know what? They have some stiff competition, obviously. Um, but a team like the Kings, you know, wouldn't it be so hilarious that a team like the Kings, after the Sun straight for KD, you know, the 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 Grizzlies who should have John Moran at the time, the Lakers, you know, getting a new core and um the Mavericks getting Kyrie, that the Kings Make it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. I I think that would be a great story. I would definitely one hundred percent be behind that. I don't think they make. I don't think they won the Western Conference Finals, but I do think that with the right seeding, they can make it there. That's my hot take for this week. No, they are not making the Western Conference Finals. There are there are three teams that are below them that could beat them in a series. You're nuts. <laughs> It's time we respect well, the Kings. We're not, you, see, we're you, not. you guys want to hear <laughs> something great? If the, if the playoffs start today, the Kings will play the Timberwolves first round. I'm taking the yeah, Timberwolves. I think that's a series that they can win. I think that's a series they can win. Yeah. And plus no cat as well. So, yeah. True. But other than that, you think you taking them in a seven game series to beat the, the Golden State Warriors? Well, the Warriors can't win on their own. I, I think the Warriors will yeah. be true. Uh, true. Yeah. true. We smoked them. I, I will say, let me let me look at the settings actually real quick. I will take I will take these following teams over the Kings. I'll take the Nuggets. I'll take the Suns, I'll take the Mavericks. If the Clippers can get together, I'll take the Clippers over the Kings. They could beat the Clippers because they got Russ now, and Russ is a curse. So Russ, Russ ain't playing bad. <laughs> He's not playing bad. Russ They're is not one the problem. Five with Russ, buddy. One Russ five. is not the problem. If you've been watching Clippers games, he is not. Yes, I've been watching Clippers games. It took that. It took Paul George and Kawhi having historic games. Okay, but he's not the problem. He is Russ not the problem. Thanks, he's been man. playing Russ good. Is, Russ is he, is, he has literally been playing good for the Kings. Or he for the doesn't Clippers. even close out games, bro. Okay, but point if you literally later. look at his stat line, let me pull let me pull up Russell Westbrook's stat line over the last few games. Because he has been playing bad. All right. He's had damn near a triple double in every game he's played as a clipper. All right. Nine points, yeah. five rebounds. Certainly, certainly against the Clippers, the Grizzlies. The Clippers against the Kings, games, though, right? hey, against the Kings, he had a, a, a twenty-seven points, two rebounds, ten assists, a double double. Against the Warriors, eight points and six assists, no rebounds. Uh, that game when they were literally sacking off him, daring him to against shoot. Against the Grizzlies, against the Grizzlies, fourteen points, seven rebounds, ten assists. Like he's not playing particularly bad. For me to say, like he's the problem. Okay, the, I, I, the think this, wins. I think translate this is I think this is a lack of up defense, and it comes down to coaching with the Clippers uh, because they don't coaching. Ty Lue's yes. a bad coach. Ty Lue's no, a bad coach. No, I did not say that. I did not say that. All right, you could be a good coach and have bad coaching games. All right, and right now the Clippers are in a slump, and Ty Lue right now I think is in a slump as a coach. All right, he just barely escaped the Grizzlies. You didn't have Brandon Clark and John Moran. All right, after they exploded for fifty points in the third quarter against them, I yeah, everybody thought it was over. And then they miraculously, they miraculously came back and were able to beat them. Um, 
you know, but I, I, I do think that, you know, this is a team where Russell Westbrook is not the issue. I don't think Russell's the issue. He hasn't been playing bad. He hasn't. My thing is going to be short and sweet. It's going to be about the NFL. Okay. I kind of talked about this in a sports chat earlier, but I want to say it on the podcast now. Everybody saw the reports of Derrick Henry being rumored or the Titans being rumored to ship him off. So my hat take is going to be Derrick Henry, you are a Philadelphia Eagle, my brother. I don't know how it's going to work or what it's going to take, but if they can somehow, and I'm going to steal what I heard from PC earlier, because we were talking about this earlier. If you can somehow trade Darius Slay, who just had the best season of his career, and you can somehow finesse the Titans and trade 32-year-old Slay for 29-year-old Henry, not only would that make the Philadelphia Eagles possibly an even more dangerous team, depending on what they do with the signings, because they're about to lose a lot of players on defense. So I need to see what players they sign and what players they keep and what players they draft. But honestly, ladies and gentlemen, if Derrick Henry goes to the Philadelphia Eagles, we will unfortunately be stuck watching the Philadelphia Eagles on en route on their way to another Super Bowl, and they will probably win it this year because Derrick Henry is a changing running back who can completely turn your entire franchise around. And that guy with this Philadelphia offense will be absolutely unstoppable and insane. And PC, every time you lose a game, because I'll have to cherish the losses that you lose, even though you have the toughest schedule, when you get a guy like Derrick Henry, that changes things. I am going to be on your ass every loss you get handed this season. Because, bro, if you thought I was hard on you last year with the easy schedule, imagine how I'm going to be on you with this tough schedule. And you get Derrick Henry when there's no excuses and you lose. I am going to be here. Okay, I'm going to. They be also here. have a, the number ten. How do the Eagles have a, the, a top ten? I think they trade. Was that the Saints, right? And that's the Saints. Is that the Saints? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Pop, bro. That's last true. year. The way how he finessed the league around draft time. I don't. The moves this man make was the greatest moves I've ever seen a GM make in my entire oh my life. Absolutely. I mean, finally, because at first he was stinking it up. So I mean, about. God dang time. They better not get Joey Porter Jr. I cannot well, so I cannot have to probably going to get I can't I can't have to root for the Eagles because that is my guy. So I can't do it. I cannot do it. So who's gonna root for the tell, Eagles? Tell him, Gianni. Tell him, Gianni. No, I can't Joey Porter Jr. is my favorite player. That I we're gonna either get Porter Jr. or Witherspoon. The other corner that is pretty good. So yeah, either whoever is available in the tenth pick, that's who we're picking. Joey Porter Jr. is the best corner in this draft, so y'all better start respecting. I swear to God, they feel like I swear to God, that turned into TK. Shut up, shut up, Because y'all is all everybody that comes on the market. That's all I hear. Philly is getting this person. Philly is getting that person. Are you mad that it's not the Bills? No, I already told you, you we get Jerry Judy is going to be on our roster. DeAndre Hopkins will be on our roster. Hey, Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis isn't enough for you. Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs isn't enough. It isn't enough. That's crazy. I'm not going to sit here and say Jerry Judy is going to be on your team when he's not. Sorry. Jerry Judy will be a Buffalo Bill. Jerry Judy is not going anywhere, and DeAndre Hopkins is a Raven, buddy. Cry. PC, Thank, say you. Thank you. Say with me, PC. First of all, DeAndre Hopkins is looking more so like Kansas City Chiefs from what I've seen. So. No. no. I've seen no. Cowboys. I've seen Patriots. 
I think Patriots nope. are going to nope. the Ravens, buddy. Okay, for my hot take is going to be about the NFL. Um, is about is going to be about Lamar Jackson. What's going to happen with his situation? Tomorrow's the deadline for a franchise tag. Uh, I think he's going to get the exclusive tag that that teams can actually you know offer him a deal. The Ravens have like like a forty eight hour window to uh, match the deal. Better watch your mouth, Gianni. What? Better watch your mouth, Gianni. Yeah. Nah, let him cook. Let him cook. Go ahead, Jan. I think it's just 40 hours to match the deal, or the Ravens get two first-round picks automatically. And in my opinion, I think Lamar's going to get that exclusive tag, and he's going to get he's going to sign with the Jets. And the Ravens are not going to match the deal, and the Ravens will get the 13th pick of the Jets and next year's Jets pick. And I think they're going to trade up. To get a quarterback, the Ravens. That's, That's literally so dumb. If we trade Lamar Jackson, why would we only settle for two first-round picks? If but, I'm trading Lamar, I better get four or three first-round picks. Not the. Well, totally. That's not how it works. But no, the exclusive. Tag, if if the Ravens give Lamar the exclusive tag and he signs with other team, he could sign with other team. It's like um like the NBA that you can match you know the um restricted free agent basically, but this is a little different. If if it, if he doesn't like if you guys don't match it, you got you're gonna get two first round picks, one in 2023 mm-hmm. and one in 2024. That helps you, and maybe you can get trade up and get a quarterback, and then you you basically Anthony Richardson. Totally. Yeah, I don't. I don't you, you, no. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're getting Anthony Richardson, buddy. No. Sorry to tell no. you. No. It depends, though, how hard they move up. Because if they trade, let's just say those two picks, they can probably move up to the top five. Who knows? And then you're taking. Then you're taking. We're losing Lamar. If we lose Lamar, I want C.J. Stroud. I don't What's want the, Anthony Richardson. Because Anthony Richardson reminds me so much of Lamar. He's literally a project. I don't. I don't. I, he looks good. Lamar's project. project? Did you just call Lamar? Yeah, you don't deserve Lamar. You don't even no, deserve No, I didn't say No, I didn't say that. What do you mean that Lamar's a project? He reminds me of Lamar going into the draft. He they're saying everything what, what they do about Lamar Jackson. That he's no. a project. Oh, that he's a project. He's he could be out of the league. No. no. Anthony Richardson is absolutely killing the combine. If you're gonna trade up for a quarterback, we I want to trade up for a different skill set, not Anthony Richardson, just so we can have. But a what will be the point of getting a quarterback if you claiming that the receivers are the problem? That's why I'm saying, what direction are you going? What are you talking about? Like right, have you, a new offensive. Literally, y'all have, been crying. We don't, we don't have Greg was, Roman anymore. We don't have Greg Roman anymore. We have Todd Munkin, a totally different offensive coordinator. So yeah, it's so not. It's a new era in Baltimore. It's a new which era. Means, that's the, which means, Tolu, if you do bring a new quarterback in, it'll be a completely different system that may fit the quarterback. So you may go yeah. into the whole air raid system. That's what you're not understanding. This offense that's constructed right now is an offense that can only fit Lamar. So if you get another quarterback, you're going to completely change the entire offense around. Your defense is... I, defense I know is that, good. yeah. Like our whole. Not, I mean, offense. bro, it, it, it's it's time. I mean, it's time for a fresh start. Y'all didn't pay. This is why y'all should have paid Lamar years ago. So you problem now. Now we are where no, we I, are. And I agree. Um, my hot take of the week is um, James Harden. Okay, <laughs> James Harden, man. I'm telling you right now, bro. 
this is your opportunity to win but I really don't think it's going to happen in Sixerland because the Celtics own the Sixers. I mean, every time the Celtics match up with the Sixers, they always beat them. It's just facts. My hot take is James Harden is going to leave the Philadelphia 76ers, and he is going to sign with the Los Angeles Clippers. The Los Angeles Clippers are going to get James Harden. Because James Harden is ring chasing at this moment. He is 31 years old and he can't get it done anymore. I mean, he's been playing well these last couple games, but if he can't get it done with Embiid, he's going to ring chase. And where he's from, he's from California. And I don't think the Lakers want him because they're trying to get Kyrie Irving and they're probably going to, or they're going to probably get, did he resign D'Angelo Russell? So James Harden is going to going to sign with the Clippers because he's going to ring chase and he wants to, and he's not going to win a ring as the man. He's basically what Chris Paul is doing with the Phoenix Suns. We all know Devin Booker and KD are the the two most important players on that team. It's not going to be James Harden because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are going to carry James Harden. First off, the Clippers are going to get rid of Russell Westbrook. They're going to have money and they're going to sign James Harden. Who? Hell, maybe James Harden might get a minimum deal. Who knows? Because he's that much of a ring chaser. He's a loser. Okay, he doesn't. He doesn't have what it takes. It's James Harden is going to the Los Angeles Clippers, PC. When you guys lose in the play again, sorry, Joel Embiid is monster, PC. Ah, but shut James up. <laughs> sorry, PC. It's facts. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> See, I forgot you cut your hair. I was like, it was like a shock for me when I, you know, when you came back. Yeah, it looks like and dead grass on that head. It looks like dead. You look like little Bill. <laughs> Anyways, bro, I'm not going to play with y'all. All right, man. Okay. That wraps up this segment, y'all. Um, it's now time for Camel's monologue. So, PC, I'm going to pass it over to you. Follow our Twitter and Instagram at the WHS underscore podcast. Our YouTube and Instagram at We Hate Sports. Thank you all for listening to the We Hate Sports podcast, episode 114. I want to thank Kruber coming out this week. Call up on, check up on, tell them that you love them. Stay hydrated. Um, and eat a pizza. Eat a pizza. Um, John Moran. Um, TK alluded to it. At the beginning of this episode, be yourself, man. Like, there is so much that you could be doing that is beneficial to your community and your circle and your team and your fan base. And yet, here you are being ousted for flexing your your pistol uh, 22 on Instagram Live. It's just not good, man. I don't know who's in your circle that keeps on telling you or keeps on allowing you to do stuff like this. But, man, this is not you. This really isn't you. And you need to understand that this is real life. And... 
you can seriously get hurt for doing dumb stuff like that. Nobody wants to see you get hurt, Ja. Nobody wants to see you become something that you're not. All right? You're a millionaire. You are the superstar. You are the uh, a top 15 player in the NBA. Be that. Be that. Don't be what you are trying to become. What you're trying to become is another name that's lost in the statistics. Don't be that, man. You are so much better than that. And we're just, we're just, we just want to see you succeed. The world you're going down right now, you're not going to succeed. You're going to fail miserably. End up on at the end of the road on a very dark, dark corner. So for John Moran, be yourself, man. That's what I got this week. Um, we'll be back for episode 115. My name is BC. Why do you have to do this?